Anuba by Cirque du Soleil. An experience for every imagination in the family. Welcome back to WD MagicCast for the week of January 29th, 2023. This is episode 213. WD MagicCast, the show about the mouse, the marvels, the galaxy, and beyond. I'm your host, Matthew Gregan. In this week's show, Dave and I sit down and remember Cirque du Soleil's Lanuba that used to run nightly at Disney downtown Disney Westside eventually become Disney Springs and eventually that show would be retired and then we also review Drawn to Life the new Cirque du Soleil show at Disney Springs in the same Cirque du Soleil theater we'll be back after these words from our friends and sponsors hello there Disney Marvel's podcast friends this is Anthony King host of the new podcast Force Ghost Conversations each week this show will be your home for cozy deep dive discussions into all things Star Wars. We will break down the latest news, announcements, movies, TV shows, comics, books, and everything else in a galaxy far, far away. We can be found on every major podcast listening site, and you can also join the conversation with us via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Force Ghost Conversations. We look forward to having you join us around the campfire then for some Force Ghost Conversations, and may the Force be with you. And now, on with the show. Picture this. January 28th, 1999. Where? Downtown Disney now known as Disney Springs. Cirque du Soleil, the Montreal-based touring circus that combines aerobatics, theatrics, special effects, and original music, most of the time, officially opens their third permanent U.S. facility at downtown Disney West End in Florida. The show, La Nuba. And just like many high-flying acts and contortionist that could bend their body in all different directions. I brought on a man who is just as talented and just as amazing. People stop and go look at him and wonder, how does he do it? That man, of course, David Goldman, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, Dave? <laughs> I'm good, Matthew. Thank you for having me yet again. And you should have seen the performance I did to get down the stairs and get to my chair. It was breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> I explained the bandage on your head. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> Circus Soleil got nothing on me, man. No, no, no. <laughs> so, let me just, for the sake of asking, mm-hmm. uh, you saw Lanuba at yes. Disney World. Yes, I did. Okay. And you've seen Drawn to Life. I've seen both, yes. Okay. Same here, same here. And uh, we think we should discuss about it. Um, chronologically speaking, let's go with Lanuba first. Um, what did you think of that show? Okay. Um, well, for that one, I actually saw it twice. I saw it once when it came out, what, 98 down there or something? So, cause 99. I, 99. Yeah. All right. So I saw it around that time. It had it been like 99, 
2000, whatever. Um, and I remember, like, my buddy was like, let's, let's go. We're going to go see this. And I've never been to any kind of thing like that before. And it blew me away back then. So I enjoyed the Fantastic. So fast forward to 2017. Um, I went down there with my wife uh, and my daughter. And we didn't even know that they were closing shop. You know, we didn't know until we actually got there that they were doing that. So we were staying at the place we were staying at. They, the concierge there was like, well, do you want tickets for Circus Lake? We'll probably give you, you know, a decent price. And, uh, you know, it's their final, you know, performances because we went in December. It wasn't mm-hmm. the last one, but it was like a couple weeks before they closed shop. Uh, and we were like, let's do, let's do it. My daughter, because she was like five or six at the time, it took a little convincing to get in her because she was a little at that time, for whatever reason, she was afraid of clowns. And she knew okay. that was she knew there was going to be clowns there and we're like it's not those kind of clowns <laughs> yeah, not like, yeah not exactly. crusty. <laughs> we're like let's go and uh it you know it so you're talking probably about 15 years or so give or take that i've seen it from one to the other and it was still just as good i'm, I'm sure it wasn't the same exact show because they probably took some things out and put some other things in but fantastic you know either way both of them yeah we we saw it I've seen it, maybe, I want to say three, could possibly even be four times. I, I think definitely three times. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, early 2000s and, and throughout, and it never ceased to amaze me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, just for, for anyone who hasn't been, the outside of the building looks like a giant concrete circus tent. So it's a, a, a round building. It's got, um, it looks like pieces of the tent coming out with wires and it, it's got the spires and stuff. So it, it reminiscent of a, a, a circus tent with um, stairs leading up to the entrance level. And there's an elevator that you can take to lowest level. Ground level is a store. And um, you walk in. It's just like an arena or a theater. You have the, the, Concessions in the the walkway outside. You go in from the in bathrooms, most important. Go in, and then there's the seats. You have the ground level seats. Um, stage juts out um, from the uh, the back wall. Um, it's like a oval, I guess. I would no, say what, rectangle. Say right. I mean, it's rounded. Yeah. You talk about like the, the the form of the stage. Yeah, the form of the stage. That's yeah, it's kind of like a good. cone, maybe. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it, it's round facing the stage. You know, what I mean? so there, to me, there wasn't a bad seat. They were all sectioned off. It was very easy to get to. You had the the ushers there. You know, very simple to find your seats. Yeah, you have the ground level. You have the first raised level, and then if you, um, there's a walkway that goes completely around the stage at that point, and then there you have the upper level. Even at the upper level, you're not that high up. No, no, you can see. And then the orchestra is elevated um, kind of in the wall. If you're facing the stage, it's to your right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's where you have the, the orchestra and then the musicians. Left side uh, is just stage stuff. Um, yeah, so it, it's the seats are I've, I've sit sat in all three levels and throughout that theater. And you're right there. There isn't a bad seat. 
Um, and they're, they're spaced out enough too. Like if you had a taller person in front of you, they're not blocking your view. Like, you know how you go to the movie theater, you're basically on top of each other. And if you get a tall guy in front of you, you're not going to see, but that's, I never had that issue because both my wife and my daughter obviously are not that tall. So they never had an issue with actually seeing the performances. So, yeah. You know, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's, um, it's a very well thought out theater for the performance you can tell that the theater is designed for the type of performances that go on there or just for a performance in general way. You, you can put on any type of show in there and you'll, yeah. you'll have a, a great seat. Um, there's trap doors, there's elevators, things that move up and down and whatnot. So that's, that's the theater itself. And then the show, the Nuba was original Cirque du Soleil show designed specifically for walt disney world now if you go back the creators admit that they actually rushed this show because they were working on several other big shows at the same time around the same time i believe O was one of them um and i, I don't even remember what the other one was Ka so maybe. they hmm? Ka maybe maybe car because they're both they came out afterwards but okay. maybe but it did there was a few there's a yeah. couple, and uh, Lanube was the one that kind of they quickly threw together, mm-hmm. and they didn't feel like it it was as well as it it should have been. Despite them saying that, I really enjoyed it. Um, I've in person, I've only been to two Cirque shows. I've been to um, but to Lanube, I've been to O. I've seen other ones online or uh, you know TV and DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I am fairly familiar with their work just in person. Unfortunately, I've, I've only had the opportunity um, at this point to have only seen two uh, officially in person mm-hmm. uh, with three. I take that back. I've now seen three of them in person and because uh, the one we were going to get to. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I was blown away. I love the music, the just how it just everything pulls you in the the stunts the abstractness of it um the the different characters that show up there isn't a concrete story that is told to you and spelled out to you uh but you do have you follow certain characters throughout and you kind of pick up about what's going on with them right. and then all these just fantastic things of um people Flying around on the silk curtains throughout the the stage, uh, guys on BMX bikes doing tricks. The Diablo Girls, which is a wooden dowel put between two uh, on a long string between two sticks, and they they spin it back and forth. It's it's a Chinese yo-yo, I think is the other thing that they call it. And you flip it in, they flip it in the air and do stunts and catch it on the string and bounce it back and forth between each other. It was just spectacular yeah and that's one of that's one of the eye catchers man i mean yeah. every performance is, is awesome we're to these they have to be like well-trained i call them athletes man because they oh, have absolutely. to be they have to be in tip-top condition to do what they do so but but the diablos though those were that would catch your eyes like whoa how the heck did they do that <laughs> you had the power track um artists that would uh just a, a long um trampoline in the ground that they would be flipping back and forth and in flying through the air, the trapeze artists, the, the tightrope walkers. Woo. Um, 
I'm sure I'm missing some of them. The, well, there's, there's the one with the what looks like a building. Oh, they go up and down, and down the side of the building, yep. in the building, out of the building. Yeah, that was by far for me. That was like the highlight of the show. That that one for me it's just, just amazing. <laughs> always took my breath away because it yeah. just the precision that you'd have to to bounce on that and to be able to get in those windows. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, this is something they practice. They're professionals. They do this all the time. But still, it they make it look effortless. And it, it was just uh, just absolutely spectacular. So, I mean, I, I was quite upset that they, when they ended the show. But eventually you would have to. They, you know, they replaced it with uh, Drawn to Life, which was made specific. Both shows were made specifically for Disney. One was made for Disney, which was a little more fairy tale like which was Lanuba. One was made with Disney um with disney characters music and the like and and stuff um and disney artists help create the some of the scenery that shows up into it it's much more modern in the technology which is drawn to life um but going back to the noob and you got to be there towards the end what was the what was the feeling that you got i mean how was the, the place still crowded was it oh yeah yeah, it was it was sold out, jam packed. You could see the buzz that the people were trying uh, to get that one last kind of like with uh, Splash Mountain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody wants to get on there before you know, see it one last time before they close the doors. Um, but uh, for me, my experience, I actually in uh, with the shows, how many I've seen, like I was able to go me and my wife in 2010. We went to Vegas and we saw the uh, O. we saw Ka because both of them were playing. Uh, one was at the Bellagio and one was somewhere else. I can't remember where the other one was. Oh, it was at the Bellagio. Ka is at, I want to say the Grand, but I could be mistaken. Yeah, it was one, one or the other, but uh, that doesn't matter. But they were both yeah. phenomenal. Uh, the only one that I saw that I wasn't that impressed with, and it wasn't it wasn't the, the show itself. It was because of the platform with which they played on. And so it was in, this, in Manhattan in the city called Wintook. Oh, yes, like a, yes, yes. We went there and we saw it. It was disappointing only because they were, it was like a smaller stage. So they weren't allowed to do the death defying, like high, you know, whatever, aerial acts and stuff right. like that. Because it, it was basically all on stage stuff. Now, it was still great, but it was a little was disappointing. Was that? Wasn't that one in the, the, I think they called the theater in the garden? Uh, the Madison Square Garden Theater? It was. Or was that in an actual one of the actual theaters. It was uh, the Wamu Theater at Madison Square Garden. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. In in the garden itself. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it, yeah. it didn't have. They couldn't do all that. So it was a little disappointing. Like, because once you see Nanuba, Ka, and O, you're like, holy crap, what do we got here? And then you see that, and you're like, eh, it was good, but it couldn't. You could tell they were restricted. So I I, I give them a pass on that. You know what I mean? Right. So, but um. Going back to Lanuba in 2017, yeah. So you could tell it's like bittersweet. You know what I'm saying? Like you're getting that last in there, but you're, you're you actually realize that you're never going to see this performance again at all. You know? Right. So, but you could tell. You could tell the energy. You could tell like when it was over, the ovations were were a little bit longer, a little bit louder. You know? Uh, it's fantastic, man. I was, it was just it gives you chills when you're there. And it, it just you soak it in, man. You try not to forget that kind of experience. It's it was really cool. I'm glad we did it, you know. 
And, it, you know, and the price point isn't bad. You know, I, I don't think it's that bad for that kind of show. Depending on where you want to sit in there, you can go cheap and, and be up in the top tier. You, again, you'll still be able to see the show, you know. In some ways, being higher up is sometimes better. Yeah, because you get the full view. There is so much going on on the stage during these shows at one time that to be able to be up close and focus on everything becomes a challenge. Uh, when you're sitting further back, you, you get the grander scope. There was one time I was, I was there with my wife and she wasn't feeling good. We had these tickets. So I, I went, I went by myself and it it was the, the upper tier. Um, so beyond the, the, the walkway, it wasn't the highest seats, but it, you know, it, it was in that upper section mm-hmm. and I was able to just see everything happening and it just is so impressive and there's so much kinetic energy and just kinetic effects going on on that stage at one time so to be further back you you can take that in and appreciate it more so in some ways the cheaper seats are sometimes the better seats in in this situation yeah because there's like you just said there's so much going on on stage at once you can't just focus in on one thing your eyes are like going all over the place trying to soak it all in what's actually happening you know the core, the choreograph of it all is just—it's amazing. <laughs> oh, absolutely! It's it, how do you put this together without complete chaos and just like, people running into each other? But exactly. they, they pull it off, and they pull it off every night, some twice a night. Yeah, sometimes. And because whatever I saw drawn to life, we were in fourth row. I want to mm. say. Okay. We we were much closer to the stage, and. I had trouble focusing in on everything going on because my field of uh, field of vision was so much smaller that it, it became definitely much more much more challenging uh, for me to take that in. You know, for for me, drawn to life, we were like second level, second tier level, uh, which was perfect. We we were able to see everything and anything on there. Uh, it, for me, like if, if I were to give somebody advice, if they're going to see drawn to life, I would say second tier to the third tier, because that is definitely another one where there is so much stuff going on built around the stage that you need to see, like you need to be further back to enjoy that. Yes. Um, and the, going back to the new, but the, the mm-hmm. music for it. Original, to me, just driving, powerful, energetic music. Um, the singer, the anytime that she did sing words, I want to say it was French. It was definitely not something that I understood and spoke. Yeah, me neither. I, that, I, I could never figure it out, but I just, like, but, women, I, I didn't know if it was an actual language or a made-up language. I yeah, just I, I, <laughs> it didn't matter because it still, it, it transcended language it just the the language of the music right and the atmosphere it just it pulled you in and just some of those notes that she hit and just the power of just sometimes singing just vowels and just singing notes um just gave you goosebumps and the, it would be electric guitar and drums it was it was more of a alternate type of music and the rock yeah, yeah type yeah. of um which for me is right in my wheelhouse that's the type of stuff but like it, it just I love the music. I love the show. I loved everything uh, regarding 
Lanuba in that aspect that you had all these key elements mm-hmm. and um, the the look on the stage that the style was going industrial slash tech modern for its time um, because you you would get like dot com and the uh, amp- the ensemble but it was um, at sign that they they were referring to and the mm-hmm. uh, pound sign type of stuff would be flashing around or on some characters and and whatnot um so it it was i i really liked it and it was something that anytime someone would talk about it i always highly suggested it oh yeah absolutely and they and they broke up each you know between each act pretty nicely with the clowns you know what i mean they'd come out yeah. have that little comedy relief and stuff while they're fixing up the stage for the next act boom and they, they would do something like really off the wall yeah off the wall and then you get the laugh of the crowd and they just shuffle off and then the light comes back onto the stage and they already switched everything for the next act, you know? So the blend and the transition, everything was, was on point, man. They had it, they had it down. I was thoroughly impressed, man. It's, you know, it was one of those things. And I don't know out like out here. It, I, I don't think you may know differently that it wasn't that widely um, advertised. It was only like maybe when you got to Florida, you know, because when you're going to Disney, you're going to Disney, you know what right. I'm saying? It, it wasn't until you got to Disney where they're like, okay, if you're going to Disney Springs, you need to check out, you know, Lanuba. You know, that, that's how I took it. Like, it's weird how, it, obviously, they did enough advertising because it seemed like every show was sold out. But, you know, was it worldwide advertised to go to Lanuba when you go to Disney? You know, I, I didn't get that. You know what I mean? Besides the specific areas where you would expect them on the Disney website, on the Cirque du Soleil website those particular areas yes beyond that no it, it was treated like a regional show so if you're driving down uh i4 you would you would see billboards mm-hmm. um obviously in the disney area you would see advertisements for it uh maybe they did some tv ads locally i, I don't know but it, yeah it, it wasn't something that was promoted outside its region right that's what i'm saying so like if you knew nothing about the service Soleil, you went to you flew you know you went out on your disney trip you planned a day to go to disney springs you're walking around and you see this big ball in the middle of the thing and you're sitting there going what the heck is that right <laughs> you know what i mean so it, it's you, then you ask around you find out circus Soleil. And you go, oh so that's why it, it's weird unless you do your your hardcore research you're probably not going to know if you're outside that area you're probably not going to know that it's down there but that's no different than the the shows in vegas that's true that's true. We don't get that advertising for Ka, O, Mastir, uh, Love, mm-hmm. whatever the Elvis one is. Um, we don't get advertising for that here. That is true. Because you, if you wanted to know what was out there when you're planning your vacation, you would probably do, you know, uh, you have Google, to do like, research. show, you know, what's, what shows are going on at the time and stuff. So, yeah, okay. And that's why having a good travel agent on your side exactly. is key. <laughs> Luckily, we know one of those. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Um, so let's just say, okay, out of 10, 10 being the highest, one being the lowest, what would you give Lanube? That's Lanube. a 10 straight up, man. That's You can't get any. There was nothing in there that you could say negative about it. You know what I'm saying? It was it is perfect. <laughs> I, I would have to agree with that I, I i was toying with the idea of a nine because it's not my favorite cirque show my favorite one um that i'm i'm aware of <laughs> that way 
that that I've experienced in one medium or another or format is uh, is O. Mm-hmm. O just blew me away with the water axe and and yes. the amount of story and acrobatics and everything that they were able to do around the water. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just completely blew my mind mm-hmm. when no, I saw that. I'm with you on that. I, I like that, but I think I Lanuba for me was a little bit better. Okay. Uh, both both fantastic. I, I'm with you on O. It, like, what they did there in that water was for what they were it, phenomenal. You know. Obviously, no. it's been a while since I've seen that one, so I don't remember the whole entire show, but I do remember. I I saw it in two th- April of two thousand and one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a while for me since I've seen that too. Um, I I've seen Lanuba a lot more recently than that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I would I I I can't knock it down to a nine because I just love all it, it hit all aspects for me mm-hmm. between the music, the performance, the environment, um, and just how everything meshes together. For me, it, that show was spectacular. Um, I know it's out on DVD, and I'm, I've been meaning to to pick that up to add it to my library. So it's something that I can still, even though it's not there anymore, I can still go back still watch it. and enjoy it and relive those memories. I have the CD of the music. Um, some, every so often I get on a Cirque du Soleil t- uh, kick and just and listen to their their show music. Because it's, it's so energetic. And it's unlike a lot of their other shows. Like a lot of their other shows have a lot more classical style and a little more drawn out or um, easier listening type of style to it. Where Lunu, like I said, was like the the rock star, was the, yeah. the teenager of the group. Yeah, you know, it, it wanted it's loud, dry, mm-hmm. you know, having. I mean, there there was some circus type of uh, easier songs to it, but then you had those other ones that mm-hmm. just. It was very driving and just the power. It it just added to the elements that were being performed on the stage. Yes, I agree 100. Especially I'm I'm on the 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 music fan of the harder stuff. So uh, to to hear that was for me. I was a big yeah. fan. <laughs> like louder, let's go. <laughs> Rock out, banging your head yeah. to the. <laughs> like I said, in the woman, she's just belting these notes out. Well, this guitar is shredding and, you know, yeah. the drums are going and there's yeah. people bouncing and flying up sides of buildings and in uh-huh. windows. And yeah, <laughs> just yeah. And, and the thing is, like, like you sit there, like, I don't know how your kids uh, will get into that with, with Drawn Life, but my daughter just watching her as the show progressed uh, her first time in 2017, uh, just her, her eyes lighten up and just like taking it in, being real quiet and actually sitting still and watching something, you know? <laughs> It was like just there's so much, like I said, kinetic stuff going, kinetic energy, kinetic performances going on on that stage. It just really pulls you in, which is the mark of a good show. Exactly. So if it pulled my daughter in at that, like, because I I didn't know how she was going to take to it. Is she going to like hate it, be antsy, be bugging us? She was on that chair, just like attentive and watching everything. So it was a win win for me. I got to enjoy it and she enjoyed it. Which. Sadly, like you said, that show closed, and after some time, we were given Drawn to Life, which is again, this one was a collaboration between uh, Cirque du Soleil and the Disney Company. There was a long time period that they weren't sure what it was going to be, what was going there, 
Um, there was rumors about a, a superhero or Marvel one, <clears throat> something, uh, yeah. Pixar related, something that was strictly Disney. Um, especially in 2020, whenever the world went sideways, circuit got into a little fin- more financial trouble than they were in before. But things had worked themselves out, and they were able to to put this show together. And it is, and I think I'm safe to say, Drawn to Life is a drastically different show than. I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just a very different. different type of show than. Uh, Lanuba is um, where this is much more subtle. There is a very definitive storyline yes. that you follow along um, particular characters. It's instead of the the edgier looks, everything is much more organic in the um, nature and organic colors, browns, greens. Um, you have giant screens that characters show uh disney characters show up um and they move about so you have again the kinetic elements of the the disney characters from pencil sketches that go to the full-on sketches and and they brought back a lot of the original artists that they could to help with these these animations It, it wasn't necessary stuff that they had taken from the archive most of this is brand new um animated stuff hand-drawn animated i didn't know material that. i didn't know that because like watching it it looked like it was some of the older stuff that they just you know you reused for the the show i didn't know that was all redone That's yeah a lot impressive. of that all of this is is redone it's fresh new animation you know the characters on the stage so you don't have people the characters don't come on stage they are represented on screen and on uh, through animation so right. um it's not like the parks where you have the characters walking around and they come on the stage and, and do stuff it's not that the characters are on projected somewhere on the stage at some point in different places where you do have the the Cirque performers on the uh, on the stage doing their things. And um, the music, it's pulls from a lot of the the Disney classics. Um, that is integrated into the performances and into the storytelling. Um, the story is, follows a, a young girl who loses her father and finds his sketchbook and starts to follow in his footsteps of becoming a, an artist herself and her story leading through this and her connection with her father through his sketchbook. Right, but um, she was like a struggling artist, right? Like she couldn't, yes. she wasn't as good as she was, she was striving, striving to become as good as him, right? That's kind of what I got out of yes. this. Yeah. Yes, that's that's how I got it too, that she she fit, uh, met many setbacks and mm. she would tr- try this thing and people would tell her no and, and she would get upset and all that emotion was reflected into the performances, into the um elements that are put onto the stage again with the coloring and the the axe and you have uh, uh similar acts you have the the high flying um now i apologize i've only seen it once even though i just saw it in november <laughs> trying to <laughs> pull everything in mm-hmm. um it, so you, you have the high flying act you have a tight w- w- rope act um, the wheel of death. Yeah, the guys on the wheel of death thing going around. Oh yes, yes, you do have the the wheel, which I don't think that wasn't in 
That wasn't in the Lanuba. Lanuba didn't have- had the guys on the um I think they called them the German wheels, which were giant the spinny things, right? Where it's a big wheel and they just it's spin around. It's a giant cage, it. basically. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, Almost like a hamster wheel, free rolling right. hamster wheel that they would spin around and go around the stage on. Yeah, no. This yeah. is taking those but putting them on a um a spinning arm. Mm-hmm. And it would be counterbalanced. You have one on each side and it, it goes in a circle and then yeah. they they're in it, they're on it. Yeah. That's that's the it. one when that's going on, that's the one you're sitting there watching going. Why? <laughs> Why would you put yourself through that? Because it just you're How waiting you for them wake to fall. How do you up one morning and going? <laughs> you know what? This is what I want to do with my life. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so one, just one wrong move, and you're in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, your face gets smashed into these things. Yeah. I mean, these are world class performers, yeah. uh, gymnasts, dancers, acrobatists. Aerialists, these are world class performers um, that they've been training most of their life for. They go and they, they audition or Cirque uh, seeks them out and they, they, you know, they end up doing this. Yeah. So it's not like some guy that auditioned off the street and go, hey, by the way, you're going to learn how to do this right. in a week and, yeah. and here you go. Yeah, this no, one also had the uh, like the little swings that would come down periodically throughout, and it'd have the acrobatist or whatever swinging around on them. Uh, so it, it wasn't just on the stage. This one, it, it was actually there was actually action in the audience as well. Yes, right. Yeah, where uh, Lanoub had some people walking around, but not really any performances going on off the stage. This one incorporates the the theater more as a whole. Yeah, it draws off the stage. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah. There's the swings. I forgot about those. Um. Trying to think. What else? As far as the acts. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what some of the other acts were. Yeah, unfortunately, my Wikipedia doesn't want to show me any of the uh, the acts, which is oh wait, uh, Wheel of Death. Uh, synchronized unicycles. Okay, unicycles, all right. What the heck? What's an aerial pencil? Whatever that is. It was... Um, so instead of having the silk... Uh, silk drapes, for lack of better words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yep, yep, yep. It's a giant stick. That's right. Uh, and then it says, the synchronized acrobatics on inflatable airbag mats. Which I think I remember wasn't it wasn't it like they were on like a pendulum thing too where they kept yes. bouncing back and forth and flipping people up in the air and stuff so yeah. there there was a bunch of were they at, they were different right the, the the wheel of death is the one that was the for me the one to watch um, yes. the performances were good but compared to Lanuba I think Lanuba had the better acts I could I be wrong but agreeing I, with that okay thank you. <laughs> You gave me that uh, pause, so I was like, did I say something wrong? <laughs> I, I I am in complete agreement of Lanuba having the more captivating. Right, exactly. Captivating performances. Right. Not, uh, that's not saying that the drawn the life ones weren't weren't good. They were they were excellent. It's just that when you see when you're comparing the two 
Drawn to Life is is like it's more complete because, in my opinion, because it's got the storyline that goes along with it. You can follow along yes. with it. They have the animation, so you're seeing all that. You're getting the feels. It makes you feel like you're in Disney because all the animations happen while well, Disney characters, and then you have all the performances going on with the Cirque people. Whereas you know Lanuba was just hit you over the head with bang, bang, bang. You know one one awesome performance after another. So they're totally two totally different shows. Yeah, they they. I think part of the difficulty for Drawn to Life is that's the follow-up to Lanuba. Where Lanuba yes. is the rock concert. Yeah. Uh, Drawn to Life is the operatic performance. Right. I, I, you know, to give it just to say, you know, one is it's night and day of each other. It's big shoes to fill, though, for Lanuba. We knew, well, you know, and, and that that it, it's big shoes. They they they're going on a risk because they're trying to figure out how to incorporate all this stuff. And since you know, I think one of the complaints about Lanuba that they might have heard was that that's great. What does it have to do with Disney? True, and I could see that. Where it, it, it was, Lanuba was loosely based off off uh, like a Cinderella type of story. Where Drawn to Life is like, all right, you want Disney. We're giving you Disney. It is, you don't escape, you know, forget that you're Disney or going, where is the Disney in it? The Disney of it in it is everywhere, even down to the father who strikingly to me looked a lot like a younger Walt Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the way he dressed, the way he, he looked, um, it looked very much like a younger Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Of the time, and so you you have a lot of, like I said, very contrast in each other. Um, right. The hard edges versus the soft edges. The um, focus to the stage, to the focus all around the theater. The um, energetic, high octane music mm-hmm. to the more subtled. It is definitely more for the family. Family. Um, yeah. And it, like, if you have sensory issues, this isn't such a bad thing because, again, it, the music isn't loud, it, the colors aren't in, intense. It is much more. Um, it's a softer mm-hmm. performance. And, and I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it didn't. It seemed at, at, before the time of it coming out, it seems like every main uh cartoon character animated character had a cameo in the show if i remember correctly i could be wrong but it just seemed like they they made they made an effort to put everybody in it like you know i don't know i'm a baymax fan. i'm a really big baymax fan so when he popped down there and he did his and you know i get i got the chills man i'm like there you go <laughs> yeah i i can't remember there was a statistic out there at the time when he came out and I don't remember what it um, what it was as far as the characters, but yeah, they they tried to get as many to all characters in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wonder if that's a thing, like down because obviously the show is going to continue to go, and there's going to be you know more characters that come out. 
will they change the the show to implement these new characters down the road? Who knows? You know, we'd have to go and watch it again and see. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um. Let's see here. So you have the giant creepy hand guy. I forgot about that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah the 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 women on the the unicycles. Mm-hmm. They were good. Yeah. They were quite talented. Uh, let's see here. Fun facts about Drawn to Life. Here we go. Uh, cast is compromise, uh, comprises of 62 artists from 15 different countries around the globe, including Japan, Russia, Togo, Colombia, and Peru. Mm-hmm. There are 10 unique acrobatics uh, acrobat acts to Drawn to Life. The show may reference... Uh, may, the show features many references to the history of Disney animation, few of which are four animators who befriended Julie on her journey from uh, the Cirque du Soleil, uh, Cirque du Soleil's bow to Walt Disney's nine old men icons of Disney animation. So it makes reference to uh, the nine old men, a lot of the original animators mm-hmm. or key animators from the from the Disney company's history. Throughout the show, there are references to the one uh, to the twelve principles of animation outlined in the book of Disney Animation, the illusion of life by um, iconic Disney animators and Disney legends, Ollie Johnson and Frank Thomas. In the Dreams of Color Act, the kaleidoscope of colors pays homage to the genius of Disney animator. Uh, artist Mary Blair. Um, also, the tribute is also paid to women of the Ink and Paint, unsung heroes who brushstrokes gave life to the early animation celluloids. The Old Mill Act is inspired by Walt Disney's ga- groundbreaking 1937 animated short by the same name. The Squatch and Stress Stretch Act was inspired by the rubber band fights Disney animators were known to have during their breaks. Um, so you have a lot of those things referenced. So uh, there, again, a lot of, um, deep dive details Mm -hmm. and a lot of thought has been put into, um, into this, uh, show, um, brain directed by Michael LaPraise with, uh, Fabrice Baker as director in creations. Live acrobatic journey telling the story of Julie, a determined girl who discovers an unexpected gift left by her Disney animator father, an unfinished animation, as she dives into the inner world of animation guided by a surprising pencil. Julie embarks on the inspiring quest filled with childhood Disney memories, developed along with Mike, uh, Michael Jung. Executive Theater Development, Walt Disney Imagineering. The story is driven by 10 unique acrobatic acts alongside animation from beloved Disney films, as well as a new animated, new anim, all new animation created by Disney animator artists led by animator director Eric Goldberg, best known for characters such as the genie and the classic Disney's Aladdin. Uh, that's off the, the PR release from from Disney and Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. That, that basically sums it up. That's 
that's it in a nutshell, dude. You know, it's just it's 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 just got off to a bad start with all the you know it was what was it, it was supposed to come out in like 2019, right? And it, we hit the the pandemic, so it got they had to shut it down, lay off everybody, and then I think it wasn't until when 2021 where they finally uh, you know opened the gates. Yeah, um, yeah, it got delayed because of the of the pandemic. Um, and I, I think there was a lot of production delays again, trying to figure out what this show was going to be, mm-hmm. um, and everything uh, uh, about it. So it's you—you you could tell that they really tried to put everything into this, um, right. and and try you know try to make it where they said the last one was rushed. They tried not to do that with this one. Okay, yeah. so there's the Giants. A single spinning wheel. Yes. In the in this one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, that's the, what I was. That's what I was talking about, like the seesaw kind of deal. The, yeah, yep. there are the giant seesaws at the the mats, and that they were flipping about. Even the costumes, um, they paid special attention yes. to. Like a lot of the girls wear dresses, not to be feminine or or anything like that, mm-hmm. to put more of a um, artistic style into it to make everything flowing right um in this okay yeah you oh yeah the guy with the the guys with the sh- uh rubber bands bouncing yeah. back and forth yeah oh my god i yeah. forgot about those yep <laughs> on the on the seesaw making each other jump higher yeah 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 aerial aerialists the animation desk, I thought, was a very key uh, set piece that kept on moving throughout the, mm-hmm. throughout the show. The, what was it? The desk or something was like a horse or it kept like walking away? And well, it, yes. At one know, point, he transforms. Yeah, and here's your. There's the will of death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Again, they, they, I, I would never. Crazy people. Oh, mm-hmm. the, the, the antagonist, the, the, antagonist. the trash heap. The scrap paper. <laughs> That's right. That, yeah. that would run around and, and bother her. Mm-hmm. There's the big hand. Um, yeah, the, the unicycles again. The hand, the funky hand. Mm-hmm. And see, like back there where you had the animation of all the, the, the old school characters and stuff. That's that's where, you know, the, uh, what's his name? Olaf and then. Olaf, Baloo. Baloo. You know, and then it just like there was a, a and then uh, uh, Baymax was up there, and it was that scene that was really cool. You know, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on. It's just some very touching moments. Yes, a juggler. Mm-hmm. Again, that was impressive. Yep. See, there you go. The giant There's flying the flying pencil. pencil. Yeah. Now we're looking at uh, pictures, um, mm-hmm. press release pictures of the show to help us remember a little better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's what we're commenting on. So you you have a guy. For the ladies out there, guy in tight pants, no shirt on, no shirt. holding onto a giant pencil suspended mm-hmm. above the stage, uh, and yeah. uh, feats defying gravity of moving his body and mm-hmm. contorting it in different air, uh, directions as he is spinning around the stage. And that that's impressive because that's upper body and hand strength, man. To hang on to that, uh, that to be able to do that, yeah, you that's know, impressive. Because like with the with the silk. You know, aerial aerial acts. You you have you could wrap your hand around the 
You're wrapped silk. around it. This you are holding you're on just to. Hold on for dear life. <laughs> yeah. Your hands get tired. You slip. You're done. You're done. <laughs> you wake up in the hospital. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And then you got the dancing acts. Yeah. Yep, that's pretty much it. Um, so yeah, that is kind of sums up drawn to life. Yeah, it fits. It it fits in the Disney realm. You know what I mean? It, it if if that's what they were looking for, the the combo. I don't know how else they could do another show to incorporate both. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, but again, they they had big shoes to fill with Lanuba, and I. I don't think the pandemic uh, hurt the show in any way. Um, Cause you know how like some movies, if it's made during the pandemic, you can tell it, that it was pandemic made and it hurt them a little bit. I, I, I think they had the idea set. It just pushed it off, yes. you know? So it, it did, I don't think the, the performances or, or whatever had anything. No, the, I think it, it, the only way it, it really delayed them because as I read, most of these people are international. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at that time, you couldn't necessarily cut either leave your country or come into another country right? easily. Mm-hmm. So that that because even the in Epcot, you know, most of the world showcase is uh, the cast members are from the respected countries. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't until recently that they were able to start bringing them in. So it, it's yeah, it, it faced a similar type of situation, and I don't think it suffered from that at all. I think they were able to pull it off. It is it's visually beautiful and stunning. They, um, it is it is quite enjoyable. I am very glad I got to see it. How was it received by the public? Do you know off the top of your head? Um, I haven't. I haven't heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think in general people have liked it and yeah. you know what I take that back there was a a cast member because we took a, uh, a minivan because we were at the studios that day we, we had to book it from the um, Hollywood studios over to Disney Springs to the west side to, to go see that mm-hmm. and uh, so the uh, cast member um, was telling her how much she loved it he said you will not disappoint you you will you'll will really enjoy it and you'll like it so the feeling I get is it's fairly well received. Okay. Um, it, it's fairly well received. Um, so that, uh, but could have been a biased opinion. Yeah, it could have been that too. True. Yeah. It, it just it depends on the, I, I guess your frame of mind when you're going into it because if you're going into it thinking you're getting Lanuba, you're not. You know what I mean? So people might. People might come out going, ah, it was good, but it's not as good as Lanuba. You know what I'm saying? Which is basically what I said, but it's still, it's still a good show for what it is. You know, you gotta, you gotta treat these things separately. You you can't compare them. You can compare them, but you can't, you can't let one, you know, kill the next one. On, uh, on TripAdvisor out of, let's see, 133 reviews, it has a three out of five. Um, saying that it is very friendly, uh, family friendly. Um, absolutely, so some people saying it absolutely blew them away. My heart was filled with joy. Stunning acrobatics, heart filled tribute to Disney animation. 
Uh, one here saying it was just okay. Another one, excellent show. Disappointing, expected more from Disney plus Cirque du Soleil. Uh, one person saying not worth the co- cost. Mediocre compared to other Cirque du Soleil shows. Made, uh, made for animation history lovers. It was okay. Terrible seat comfort. Oh, no. Comforter. What? <laughs> this one guy, I'm reading on Yelp. Okay. Uh, he goes, having seen every Cirque du Soleil show that uh, has come, uh, also seen Oka, Mystere, uh, Lanube at least 10 times, Lanubia, uh, Lanuba, 10 times, drawn to life. Nope, I was drawn to wanting to leave the theater. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little harsh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, let's see. Here, one, a nostalgic trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think the seats were uncomfortable. No, not at all. No, I, that, in thing, fact, that, that, that theater is... is it's good. I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought the seats were maybe a little too comfortable because I, I do have to admit, I did fall asleep a few times. <laughs> Take a nap. <laughs> uh, ooh. That's my you problem know. with the reclining seats at the movie theaters, man. I'll yeah, yeah, this is true. Uh, boring sucks. No storyline to follow. What do you mean there's no storyline to follow? There's a very following storyline. This is, this is on TripAdvisor from someone that's on in uh, December 2001. Cirque du Soleil show, um, this is by George N. The Cirque du Soleil show prior to this one had a storyline that was easy to follow and the dramatic effects serve a purpose. Drawn to Life has such a bad story. They had to put a narrator to try and explain what, uh, what the story was. I hated it. I saw the previous show three times and was never bored. Disney shorter messed up i'm paraphrasing here messed up the uh the pooch this time <laughs> uh or then the next one's five stars uh awesome uh, awesome show truly heartwarming so the reviews are they're mixed m- yeah. mixed mostly good but kind of all really right. all over the place yeah uh, couldn't wait for it to end um i thought it was great <laughs> not impressed yeah, like this is this is what I this is kind of what sums it up for me. It's this one person wrote. This isn't your normal Cirque du Soleil uh, show. It's a creative co- collaboration between iconic memory makers, Cirque du Soleil and Disney. We had a great experience. Very artsy. Uh, very a uh, few acrobatic acts, but I love the sentimental meaning of to the show. So that that, that kind of that is where I, that kind of opinion is where I would say that's what the show is. I would have to agree. Um... So before I go into it, out of out of ten, where would you put Drawn to Life? Drawn to Life for me would probably get eight and a half. I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay, I figured you were gonna go a little lower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it didn't help. Like I said, part of it, I, I spent a long day at the in the park ahead of time. Um, this is after spending three days prior to the park. So it was go, go, go hot weather. Yeah. Had the hurricane come through. There was a lot going on. So just sit there, uh, in the theater and not be moving. Didn't help. Right. But yes, I nodded off a couple times, but I, I saw the majority of the show. I saw, you know, I saw every act. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, I feel if it was Lanuba, that wouldn't have happened because there's just so much more energy and and 
uh, brashness to it that would have kept me a lot more engaged where this was again softer and more subtle and just a tad uh, slower it's a it's a tad slower so you it, can... it was i want to instead of taking a risk i want to say this was a safe bet mm-hmm. right um in that aspect and it is it worth seeing if you love Disney stuff. You love the history, the animation. You you just want to see. You, you want to be immersed and see Disney stuff. Then absolutely go to this because you will you will enjoy it. And I I absolutely enjoyed it. Right, but here's here's the thing. We we enjoyed it, but does it have rewatchability? <laughs> if that's a word, would you go back to see that? That's see Lanuba. You definitely go back to see that one again. Lanuba, I loved and I wanted to see it again. Right. This one, does this I have left that? It and I, mean, I go, oh, I saw it. I'm glad so I did. Been there, done and um, will I will I suggest it to other people? Yes, I've suggested to people. Yes, go see it. Mm-hmm. Go see it and, and, and enjoy it. But I don't feel compelled or the need to to immediately go back. Is this go something back. that maybe down the line would I eventually go and see again? Maybe eventually. Right. And and that that leads me to think once I mean, obviously, there's millions of people to go to Disney, but once these millions of people have have gone. I'm assuming the box office is going to drop for them. You know what I'm saying? So what do they do? do? You know, do they change the act? Do they come up with a new show? You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if this show has the long lasting capability that Lanuba had. So. You know, hey, again, I don't, I don't get paid <laughs> to make these decisions. So no, and time will, time will tell. Yeah. Time, time will only tell um, what the future of Drawn to Life is. As we said, it's not just us. You know, going over those, some of those reviews, you do have the mixture. There's some people who absolutely love it and will, you know, definitely want to go back and see it immediately. Right. And that's. That's them, and I, I am glad that mm-hmm. there's people like that out there, right? Because you need people like that out there, and that, that immediately want to go back and see it again, and absolutely love it. And there, there is a lot to love about it. Um, it, it just for me, it wasn't having the experience the the two. Um, I I do miss the former, mm-hmm. and in. Felt that, despite what the guy once said, it, it was it was much more of an abstract storyline, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and it was. But it just, I don't know. There was a freshness to it. There was an edginess. It was it was a risk taker, yeah, of a perform of a show, and it I think it paid off dividends. Right. Um, but here's this the thing: one, did, did yeah. they did they really have to implement Disney in it? You know what I mean? Do you think that could have hurt the show because? Look, you're in Disney to go to Disney. I get that. But when yeah. you go to like Disney Springs, that's kind of like a break from it. Yes, it's near Disney, but it's a break from that. So do you really want to still get hit? If you want the Disney stuff, you go to the parks, you do, you're do doing all that. Right. So, so I'm sitting there thinking maybe they should have left it as like a non-Disney experience and maybe it would have been received a little bit better amongst everybody. I, I don't know. I, again, I don't have the answers for that. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I think they wanted to. And this is something on the Cirque's end that when the the original creatives left and the new management came in, they started going to other IPs or or 
other influences instead of creating original shows with original music in 100% original mm-hmm. um like i said you get love with that's based around the beatles mm-hmm. and right. the, the the story of the of the beatles and it's it's their music done uh done up for the show and performances around that you, there's an elvis one there there is um there's the disney one here there is the michael jackson one mm-hmm. uh the, the there is several now in that vein and that's they're doing a lot more of of that stuff than doing their own original mm-hmm. and so the fact that now that the, there's this disney one doesn't surprise me because that that's the direction that circuit had been heading in uh and i like i said i want to say that there was some complaints that there wasn't enough disney in involved in the in lanuba um so you you all right you were going to hit you over the head with it um but you kind of wonder was it, it did that make it as good it, it, because there was no disney in it did that make it better <laughs> you know you know I, I'm, I'm not i'm not trying to you know put disney down but i'm just saying it's a different you know people trying to get a break from the because when you're in Disney, you know this. You're everything's well, this, Disney. Yeah, you're finding is, Mickey everywhere and, I, and stuff just to get a break from it. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to say you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to say you're right in some ways. The the only exception I would say, and this is me being the the armchair imagineer here, mm-hmm. that if you did a Star Wars or a Marvel version. You would have gotten maybe a more powerful performance. You you could have gotten a little edgier True. with your performances with the with everything. Um, you know me, man. I would have been, if they did a Star Wars theme one, I would be very. I, I I honestly think if they were if they did some <laughs> sort of Star Wars or Marvel one that you would if they done it right. Yeah, you know it's not Rogers the musical. It right. is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you went there. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Hulk, you know the magic words. Hulk, you know the magic words. Smash, smash, smash. No, um, it's it, it, you go know, the with the yeah, you know, just the 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 heavier tones and themings um, that you would be able to put in there. Um, would have paid off, I think, better. Uh, but yeah, they, they they want to go with the the whole more Disney family and 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 Disney and Pixar and that, that type of stuff, which is fine. And I I I can't knock them for that. Um, but again, I feel like it was the safe bet. Yeah, we don't want to take a risk here. This is. Millions and millions of dollars that we're investing in this show. We want to make sure that it is as family friendly as possible, as recognizable as possible. Um, a complete collaboration between the two two entities, and it, it's something that would be an easy sell to our audience. And I think they could they they hit all those marks, right? Initially, 
but yes. again, it's the it's the longevity of it that they may uh, be looking at down the road. You know. Yes, that that that's the other question. That's so, the only so concern I have. You know, yeah. and and that uh, again, that's not my concern to worry about. That's that's their that's going to be their concern as far as how long this show is actually going to last. How long are they going to get people in those seats to watch this? Right, and, and time will tell. Just like us, time will tell how long we will last. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Hopefully a long time. <laughs> Same here. I, I, on that note, Dave, um, I, I thank you for coming aboard again. We're discussing uh, Cirque du Soleil and Disney World, the uh, Lanuba and and Drawn to Life. Um, and uh, I would love to hear from from the listeners on on this one, particularly. You know, did you see? Have you seen both shows? Did you see just one of the shows? What your What were your thoughts, comparisons? I, I definitely want to hear from from everyone on this one to find out what their thoughts were on uh, on this going in. So maybe I'll put a poll out. Yeah, I, I would put a poll because that's uh, I would be interested in hearing that too. Because I mean, what we read off of there, you know, if you get some reviews back from your poll, we can kind of confirm or you know. You know, what we read is to be true. You know what I'm saying? It might be every, you know, your our listeners might be, you know, in the same boat as the reviews we read. Yeah. They could, they could love it or be indifferent. So I'll I'll put it out there. Okay, get the front of this. You know what? Just to be fair, listen to it for next week's show. I'll, give, I'll put it up so that way the results will be in next week's show. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Matthew. Appreciate it. Thank you, David. Live long and prosper. <laughs> Thank you, Dave, for joining me in remembering Lanuba and also reviewing Drawn to Life, two Cirque du Soleil shows that have been special residents of Disney Springs, Downtown Disney, and Walt Disney World. What did you think of these shows? Have you seen Drawn to Life? Did you see Lanuba? Have you seen both? Really, please let us know. Join the conversation. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash WDMagicCast. On Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, we can be found at WDMagicCast. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we got the audio versions of the podcast there, as well as some other special little treats that you can check out from the parks and from Disney. You can leave us a voice message and be heard on the show. Leave us a voice message through the Anchor app or anchor.fm website. Record your own message and be heard on the show. Don't want to go on there? Do it on your electronic device. Do it on your smartphone, your tablet, your computer. Record a message electronically and email it to us at email at wdmagicast.com where you can also send us any suggestions or questions you may have to that address as well. Links to all these are in the show notes and on our website which is www.wdmagicast.com I want to thank you for your time. I know for a little time we all have these days crazy like this. And the fact that we get to spend some of this time together really means a lot to us at wdmagicast. We cannot thank you enough. But if I could ask you, please, share out that you're listening. Share a link on social networks. Let people know that you're listening to WD Magicast. Check the show out. Or 
go on to Apple Podcasts, go on to Stitcher, and leave us a rating or review. That will go a long way to help promote the show. We have all five-star reviews at the moment. Truly blessed. Thank you so much. We cannot, we can't do this without you. And you keep telling us, keep it coming. So we keep, we keep going. If you leave a rating and review on these apps, they on these podcasters, they will help promote the show as well. So, you know, it's everyone wins. It's a win-win situation. Just takes a moment. You could leave a comment. You don't have to leave a comment. You could just highlight the five stars and be on your way. It's that simple. That simple. Don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Post it again. Tell the show where they find it. Like I said, post it online. The more people listening to the show, the better. The more that we can do. Won't believe in a big Disney family, and so do I. Don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way, you always know when a new episode is posted. While you're at it, also consider becoming a premium subscriber. Really help the show out. Let's bring you some more, even better content, and also better equipment. You can do this over at Anchor.fm/wdmagicast/support, or find our Patreon page. You can also check out our merchandise shop where you get yourself some really cool WD Merchant, WD Magicast stuff. You get some cool stuff and help the show out. Promote the show, you get a cool shirt, hat, jacket, hoodies. We don't have hats yet. Working on the hat part. Mugs, notebooks, travel mugs, blankets, pillows, travel bags. My goodness, the list goes on and on of all the cool stuff that you can get over at our shop. Make sure you check it out. You can find the links for these in the show notes as well and on the website. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Wherever you're facing out there, whatever darkness, troubles seem to be surrounding you and bothering you, no matter how impossible things may seem. Seriously, mean this. I don't give up. Look deep in yourself. Find your light. Let it shine for the world to see. Don't listen to others. Because they don't know you. You know. You know how special you truly are and how wonderful you are. You are beautiful. You are unique. There is no one else like you in the world. Is better for you in having you here. Be your own hero. Never give up. Never give in. Let your light shine for all to see. Do not be afraid to ask for help. Help will be given where it's needed. Now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. Disneyland is like Alice stepping through the looking glass. To step through the portals of Disneyland will be like entering another world. Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone, and I'll see you next time.